Welcome to Catalytic Leadership, the podcast designed to help leaders intentionally grow and thrive. Here is your host, author and leadership and executive coach, Dr. William Attaway. Hey, it's William, and this is episode two of our first season of the Catalytic Leadership Podcast. Each week, we'll tackle a topic related to the field of leadership. And my goal is to ensure that you have actionable steps you can take from each episode to grow in your own leadership. As has been said many times, when a leader gets better, everybody benefits. Your team, your department, your customers, your clients, your spouse, your kids, everybody. I'm excited as we continue this new journey together. So let's jump right in. Today, we're going to talk about what I call the one non-negotiable for catalytic leadership, a teachable spirit. In 2004, when I first came to the local church where I serve as the lead pastor, I met with a group of core leaders. I wanted to spend the majority of my first months listening to their stories, hearing what mattered to them and where their hearts were. Listening is one of the greatest skills a leader can possess, and one that has to be worked on consistently. Now, for some of you, you need to stop and write that down. Listening is one of the greatest skills a leader can possess and one that has to be worked on constantly. In that meeting, while listening was my first objective, my second was to communicate what I called the one non-negotiable for leadership on our team. What is it that I told them was absolutely non-negotiable? A teachable spirit. Leadership author and communicator Andy Stanley has said, be a student, not a critic. I never criticize something I don't understand. We naturally resist things we don't understand and can't control. As a leader, you must overcome that tendency. The moment you start criticizing, you stop learning, and then you stop leading. Leaders must have a teachable spirit, a willingness and eagerness to listen and learn, a humble learning posture. This is the secret sauce, the key to truly catalytic leadership. Teachability begins at the top. If the leader and the senior team don't model it, it will not become part of the organization's DNA. It doesn't happen by accident. It must be cultivated. Now that's something you choose. Something you choose every day. Will I be the most teachable person in the room? Will I have a learning posture in every situation, every conversation, every relationship, every challenge? I believe strongly that you can learn from anyone and from any situation. Sometimes you learn what not to do, but that can be incredibly valuable. If you make this choice to have a learning posture, a teachable spirit, then every day is another opportunity to learn and to grow. But if you don't, then in my experience, people tend to slide, to drift into mediocrity. One of the greatest challenges for any leader or any organization is to avoid that drift into mediocrity. That's what happens when we stop being teachable, when we stop learning. It doesn't matter the industry, the field, the size, or the location. Any leader and any organization is liable to drift into maintenance mode, where learning, adaptation, and change are not regular occurrences. When I'm speaking to church leaders, I remind them of the truth that we all know. Excellence honors God and inspires other people, and mediocrity does neither. 
I coach leaders in all manner of industries from all organizational sizes, and I've discovered this to be true across the board. Mediocrity truly inspires no one. So, how do you avoid this drift? Here are five ways that I've developed over the years to address this, both in my own leadership and as I coach others in this non-negotiable critical element of catalytic leadership. These are all part of what it means to be a truly catalytic leader. I'll share the first two today and the remaining three in next week's episode. First, predecided and determined intentionality. A teachable spirit is not something that's just going to appear in your life. I've never once met a leader who grew and matured by accident. It's always the result of intentionality. This is a choice that you and I have to make every single day. Will I choose to be intentional today about maintaining and growing my teachable spirit? Will I keep my eyes and ears open in every situation I find myself in today? Will I listen for what I can learn, either from the circumstances or from those around me? Will I remember that I can learn something every day and from anyone, even if it's what not to do? What is your intentional plan to grow in your teachable spirit, your learning posture, every day? For me, this determines the books that I read, the podcasts that I listen to, the webinars, conferences, and workshops that I attend, and the articles and blog posts that I digest. Every piece I choose to interact with will help develop the leader that I'm becoming. They will inform and drive my thoughts. And as Craig Rochelle has noted, the direction of your leadership is driven by your thoughts. What is the direction of your thoughts today? What are you ingesting in your mental diet? This intentionality is a choice that you and I have to make daily. The fact is, remaining teachable over time takes intentionality. It's not just going to happen. Often, as leaders gain experience and knowledge, they become less teachable, preferring to share what they know rather than listening to what others have to say. That is not helpful. And over time, an unteachable leader will find that fewer and fewer people are following and listening to them. Journalist and TV interviewer Larry King once said something I found so valuable that I wrote it down and I've kept it since. He said, I remind myself every morning, nothing I say this day will teach me anything. So if I'm going to learn, I must do it by listening. I never learned anything while I was talking. That is intentional teachability. The second way that I avoid the drift toward mediocrity has to do with community, the people around me. This focuses on the people that we choose to spend time with. Author and speaker Charlie Tremendous Jones said, Five years from now, you will be the same person you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. The people you spend time with matter. They influence your thinking, your growth, your responses, and your future. I read once that the average American reads three books total after they graduate from high school. Three! This breaks my heart for them. Not every reader is a leader, but one thing I've seen time and time again, every great leader is a reader. Who are the authors that you're learning from these days? And who are the five to ten people that you spend the most time with? 
Motivational speaker Jim Rohn once said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. That's the power of community. The people around you have tremendous influence in your life. Are they optimistic? You will begin to bend that way. Are they focused on what could be? You'll begin to get excited about potential and possibility. Conversely, are they pessimistic? You'll begin to bend that way too. Are they focused on all the reasons why something won't work? That will begin to be your default thought pattern. According to social psychologist Dr. David McClellan, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. I like to be around other leaders, talking through issues that we struggle with and wrestle through. Being around leaders who are farther down the road than I am helps to sharpen my thinking, expand my perspective, and inform areas where I might not be strong. I'll invite other leaders to breakfast, coffee, or lunch, and I'll bring a few questions and a notebook and a pen to capture what I learn. The people that I choose to spend time with are part of the environment that I create, and it determines whether I'm growing more teachable or less. Stasis exists only in a laboratory. We're either growing more teachable or less. I want to intentionally choose people, for my inner circle especially, who help me grow and become more teachable. The books I read are from authors I want to learn from. Don't let just anyone speak into your life. Be purposeful. Be intentional about what you read, because you're inviting those authors into your intellectual community. Now, that doesn't mean read only what you agree with from people you agree with. That's a horrible path. That's a surefire way to avoid being stretched by new ideas. I read broadly from a variety of disciplines, but I'm intentional as I choose what I read next, always being mindful to eat the fish and leave the bones. Who are you spending time with these days? Who's in your inner circle? How does your community help you become the best possible version of you? Put yourself around leaders who are farther down the road than you are right now. Spend time with them. Learn from them. Ask questions. Listen to their stories and see what you learn. Leaders, I'm going to challenge you to make a commitment. Drive down this marker deep and commit. No one will ever be more teachable than I am. Do what it takes to develop this one. You'll never regret it. Leaders model a teachable spirit, a humble posture. It begins at the top, and it works its way down through the organization. Thanks for joining me for this episode today. As we wrap up, I have a request for you. I'd love for you to do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you find value here, I'd love it if you would rate it and review it. That really does make a difference in helping other people to find this podcast. Second, if you don't have a copy of my newest book, Catalytic Leadership, I'd love to put a copy in your hands. If you go to catalyticleadershipbook.com, you can get a copy for free. Just pay the shipping so I can get it to you, and we'll get one right out. My goal is to put this into the hands of as many leaders as possible. This book captures principles that I've learned in 20-plus years of coaching leaders in the entrepreneurial space, in business, government, nonprofits, education, and the local church. You can always connect with me on LinkedIn or at catalyticleadership.net to keep up with what I'm learning and thinking about these days. And stay tuned for our next episode next week. 
Until then, as always, leaders, choose to be catalytic. Thanks for listening to Catalytic Leadership with Dr. William Attaway. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. Want more? Go to catalyticleadership.net.